Let's Talk with Sir Sax is sponsored by the GSP Radio Network at SirSaxGospelSkateParty.com. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time for unapologetic in-your-face conversations on Let's Talk with Sir Sax, covering a wide selection of topics, exploring those taboo subjects never brought up in the church setting in his experience. Now, here is your host, Sir And welcome, 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 welcome to Let's Talk with your boy, Sir Sachs. My goodness, what a day. <laughs> what a day. I've been having a great day all day. You know why? Because this is a day I have never, ever, ever seen before. That's right. When you can open up your eyes and see a day you have never, ever seen before, guess what? That is a fantastic day. And my question to you is, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with today? A brand new day. <laughs> well, welcome, 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 welcome to Let's Talk with your boy, Sir Sax, at the Horn of Plenty Cafe. We're going to have a great show today, and today is going to be a little deeper than our normal shows. That's right, a little deeper. The real Sir Sax is coming out today. <laughs> No, we have a very um, sensitive, sensitive uh, topic that I want to talk about today. And I have a special guest that will be joining me at the Horn of Plenty Cafe, Sister Cassandra. And I'm telling you, she is a phenomenal, phenomenal talk show host. But she has taken out time to join Sir Sachs at the Horn of Plenty Cafe. And we're going to talk about a very sensitive subject, a very sensitive subject that is in time right now. You know, I'm a little tired of seeing our brothers and our sisters and our young people being pulled over uh, by law enforcement and um, we really not knowing what to do when we are faced in that predicament. So today's show, we're going to give you some tips on how you can make it home safely. That's right. Today, we're going to give you some tips on how you can make it home safely. Sitting upright, not laying down on a gurney. Hopefully, this show will touch your heart. Hey, I got to take a break. But when I return... We're going right to the interview with Sister Cassandra, with your boy, Sir Sachs, right here on Let's Talk. I'm Sir Sachs. Don't go anywhere. Let's Talk with Sir Sachs is powered by the GSP Radio Network at SirSaxGospelSkateParty.com. What's up, fam? This is Sir Sax, and I want to invite you to a great party. That's the Gospel Skate Party radio show heard right here on GSP Radio Network. 
I bring you four hours of the best in gospel music. The first hour, I bring you the finest in praise and worship. Then you can join me for the second hour for smooth gospel jazz and the nuggets of knowledge with Miss White. Then you can put those skates on for the last two hours for my all-skate session while I bring you a variety of up-tempo gospel music. That's right, you can hear the Gospel Skate Party every Saturday from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. GSP Radio Network. Let's Talk with Sir Sax is powered by the GSP Radio Network at SirSaxGospelSkateParty.com. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the Horn of Plenty Cafe with your boy, Sir Sax. Oh, my goodness. Another show, another podcast, another session right here at the Sir Sax Horn of Plenty. I am just happy. I am happy, overwhelmingly happy today. I have a special, 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 special guest with me today at the Horn of Plenty. That's right, at the Horn of Plenty. She goes by the name, well, you know, well, you know, you don't, everybody don't know her. When I, when I say her name, you're going to know who I'm talking about because she's all over the internet. She's all over Facebook. She's all over Instagram. She's all over YouTube. <laughs> everybody knows her. She goes by the name of Cassandra Jolif and I I tell you, that was, I had to really struggle to say her last name, but I hope I got it right. She is the, uh, she has a talk show host. She is a talk show host on the web, on Facebook. She comes on live on Wednesdays and Fridays. I tell you, I was, I had the pleasure of being on her show. She educates, she encourages, she inspires. I tell you, everything about her speaks smiles and sunshines and and flowers and happy things and <laughs> happy thoughts. <laughs> but I think today I'm going to probably take some of those happy away because of our subject. But I want to present to some and introduce to others Miss Cassandra. How are you doing today, Cassandra? OMG, my goodness. <laughs> Cedric, thank you for that incredible introduction. <laughs> OMG. You know what? Thank Uh you for having me back on my on your show. And I say I almost said mine because when we do shows together, uh, whether it's, you know, on my platform or your platform, I feel like both at the same time, I feel like it's our show. So thank you for allowing me to um, grace your audience. And um, I you know, you like my brother from another mother and father, so <laughs> yes, and, it's like family ditto, when we ditto. talk. Yeah, so it's all good. yeah, yeah. We encourage each other, and and Absolutely. I appreciate that, and I appreciate your show. Uh, you have a great show. Thank you. In case I said it wrong, 
when when does your show air? Talk to us about your show. Uh, generally speaking, my show, show does air on Fridays and Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, that would be in the Chicago, Dallas market, if those of you are not familiar with the uh, uh, Central Standard <laughs> Time. But it kind of gives you some... <laughs> some idea of what part in the world you know that uh that time frame is and then um there are times i will do special broadcasts that may show up on a on a weekend edition or a special edition so however typically it's on a wednesday and on a friday so what typically what are some what are some of your topics that you typically discuss on your show you know, it varies, but I will say the basis of uh, the show is, is grounded in uh, the pillars are what I call uh, the foundation of the show is purpose, mm-hmm. faith, mm-hmm. entrepreneurship, and lifestyle. Because I, I believe, at least for the assignment that I have on the earth, is around purpose, and that's to help uh, individuals like yourself who are influencers, yes. who are uh, in the media, and those who are entrepreneurs, which you are as well is to make sure that we're we're elevating our purpose on a platform so that it can impact others, that it can bring transformation, that it can inspire, and that it can also, uh, when you leverage it from a business standpoint, it will help uh, bring profitability to your business because you're being elevated on a platform that as you share your expertise or what it is you do or what it is you bring to the audience, people are going to be interested in working with you. And so that gives you an opportunity to expand your reach and expand your impact and, of course, expand your uh, revenue and profitability. So um, in other words, it's, it's all about having a prosperous life. And when we hear the words prosperity, we tend to think that it's just money and that's not just money. It's about having, you know, a peace of mind. It's about having joy. It's about having um, just a meaningful life, a purposeful life, doing what it is you're gifted, what you're blessed, what you're uh, called to do, what you desire, that passion to do. And so it's just an honor to be able to help other people elevate their purpose on a platform. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, that is the show. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That was absolutely great. That was good. That, that, and you. that's you. And you're doing something a little bit different today because normally the audience sees your face. You're actually yes. live, right? So I, I, I actually choose the uh, audio platform, mm-hmm. you know, because if I'm talking about somebody, I can make faces at them and they don't see me. <laughs> <laughs> But we feel them. We oh, Lord, feel no, them, Cedric. I, I, I can feel it. I've helped a few times, okay? So, you didn't go there. No. But no. <sighs> no, but just kidding. Actually, actually, yes, you're actually so when people know you're on. And uh, I want to encourage you, if you're on Facebook, to friend to befriend her so you can actually see some of her shows and see and, and follow her and follow her shows because her shows are very outstanding the thing i like Thank about you. your shows is you don't know what you're going to get until you see it because <laughs> you have guests on your shows and and and, and i'm telling you phenomenal mm. guests and your formats are just awesome um, did you so since we're in the Horn and Plenty Cafe, did you get your tea today? Yes, I do. Okay. I, I went ahead and made me uh, some 
tea with a little bit of, you know, turmeric blended with some ginger and some raw wild local honey. So okay, okay, it's quite organic and therapeutic. So you had your, you got your local honey. Okay, good, good, mm-hmm. good, good. And I was telling you uh, in our prep that I like uh, the uh, mint tea. I like peppermint mm-hmm. tea with a real cinnamon stick and, and a couple of couple of teaspoons of real honey uh and it's very good very good it sounds delish yeah, and you I, know what i also like lavender i forgot to tell you that lavender and chamomile but i like chamomile you know yeah, yeah. when you're ready yeah, to go chamomile to sleep and lavender. yes when you're ready to mm-hmm. go to sleep you can take that you can drink that tea because that tea will put you <laughs> that tea will put you to sleep i promise yes. you <laughs> but i tell you during the beginning the the beginning of uh covid uh, even though I am a tea drinker, I really stayed on my uh, hot liquids and I stayed on my teas and I drank tea at home and I drank tea uh, at on my job because I I keep a coffee mug on uh, at my desk. So you were I, really I, on that. Yes, I love. I remember you talking about that yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, I th- and I and I really believe that it really helped out. Uh, that you know today um when, when you and i talk and when we do uh, either your show or you do my show um even if we're not doing a show if we're prepping for a show we always seem to talk about current events yes and, um <laughs> i think today that's what i, I really want to mm-hmm. I, I, I want to dive into some i want to pick your brain on on, on how you feel about uh, certain issues and uh, especially the issues that are outstanding that we are, we are experiencing right mm-hmm. now in today's mm-hmm. society uh, the elephant in the room if you you know um, I do want to speak on that because you did one show that I really have to give you credit for I don't know how many men you had on that on that on that on that <laughs> show but it was i think you did a two-parter i believe but yes uh how many how many how did you okay why don't you explain what i'm talking about yeah first of all what was was the show about okay well this is what at the height of the um this was back in june Mm -hmm. and i believe the if i'm not mistaken i believe at least when i heard about the uh george floyd uh Mm -hmm situation it was in um, May and you know there was chaos that just broke out all over the country right. you know uh, the people were demanding justice uh, people were outraged on, on both sides uh, various sides and um, this was the first time on my show that I decided to do something beyond um, that took me out of my element mm-hmm. uh, I think I was just so I felt like I had to speak and to speak up and to speak out mm-hmm. or, and, and, and really what I was doing was speaking too. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was I had a three uh, special broadcast shows of the three. Um, I did one with all women mm-hmm. and then I did another one with women and then I did one with all the men because I wanted to hear 
uh, the men and I specifically in both of the, the women's shows there were a combination of uh, women from all different uh, nationalities and backgrounds but specifically with the men I wanted to do uh, the uh, black men right and so I reached out to some men who have been um, you know have impacted my life um, and so I reached out to you know uh, some colleagues some friends some brothers you know some you know, uh, former business colleagues and just had, we had heart conversation. And so to hear their, uh, their, their personal experiences with, um, the police, uh, and, and racism at large, Mm -hmm. um, it was, it was, Yes. You know, yes. it, I, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yes. It's just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just, it just was one of those things where I felt like, and then from the industry that I'm in, mm-hmm. uh, in the, in the online space mm-hmm. of coaching and, and, and media and, and, um, uh, some of my, uh, Caucasian counterparts in the industry started speaking up mm-hmm. and my whole thought was, well, that was nice of you to speak up, but. Mm-hmm this has been going on for before I was born Mm -hmm. and now all of a sudden you know corporate America wants to bring in their diversity (laughs) and inclusion Mm -hmm. you know officers and you know you're seeing these commercials going up saying that they're supporting Black Lives Matter and you're seeing you know major players in my industry that are speaking up but my thought was why are you speaking up now why is corporate America, certain corporations are proving, trying to improve, and I understand improving, but you're doing it because of a situation that happened mm-hmm. versus you should have been doing it 30, 40, 50 years ago, mm-hmm. and certainly the last 20 years. And I was just like, you know what? How long is this going to last? Is this a bone that you're throwing out? Is this a little, a little olive branch you're giving? Because if you're just doing it for publicity or not to be pointed at, then that's going to all come out later on because, you know, we still do life and you still, you know what I mean? So I just kind of like, and I'm one of these kind of people, Cedric, that I love all nationalities of people. My, if you look at my friends, Mm -hmm. all my friends are not black because I'm black. Right. They're, they're white, they're Asian. Mm -hmm. They are uh, Middle Eastern. They are Native American, they're they're Indian uh, from India, now referred to as South Asian. Um, I have just a diverse and an eclectic group of friends, and I was intentional about developing those relationships with those individuals. And I was intentional about who they were as a person, but I was also intentional about who they were as a group of people in terms of their nationality and their skin color, because I believe that the world is is made up of all people right um but i do say that i got so exhausted mm-hmm. with um the mirror what mm-hmm. they want you to see mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. what they want you to believe what they you know the narrative and so i brought in some men who could just be share and they all had different point of views. yes they did and it did get a little heated yes it and, did and i had to you know <laughs> Pull him by the little pants leg. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pull him, you know I'll pull him by it the was, muscles. Yeah, I had to be a little model on the show. Yeah. And um, Mara, but it was a great, it was a great show, and it was really one of the shows that was the most highly viewed um, show yeah. as it has up until this date. So, 
I said that I said that a long a, a long thing, but I wanted to really make sure I get that out. And um, yes. thanks to you, um, really that the conversation that I had with you really pricked me to say, you know what, you need to you need to talk up, you need to speak yeah. out, yeah. Yeah. and and more so as I was saying, speak to this. Yes, thing. yes, we, mm-hmm. we we do, and and that's that's a motivation. That was one of my motivations for having you on my show today, um, because. I, I really want to piggyback on that particular platform you had because let's just say this. I, I don't know the numbers. I don't know if it was eight. I don't know if it was seven. I don't know how many men you had on I that. I think it was like, uh, I think I had about eight. Eight men. Gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Eight men on the show. She, she, had, she had eight men seven, eight. on that show. And let me tell you this. She had eight men with eight different perspectives mm-hmm. every last different one ages, different, different, different generations different age, yes yes <laughs> different yes yeah that yes, was great yes so that's telling you that kind of represented um uh what the world looks like and it kind of represented what how we feel or how we don't feel or how we should feel or how we shouldn't feel um depending on uh how you looked at that particular show which leads me to uh our conversation this short conversation today it's just a, a current current events you know and i wanted to ask you based on because you're familiar with uh treading in that water so you was i mean he was in deep that night one night yeah was it, in, was. It, it was it was good deep. it was good but <laughs> you was, was in deep i, I kind of yeah, wanted to, i kind of wanted to get in there and say well, with the whistle. Well, somebody was supposed <laughs> to get in there. And somebody had. Yeah, I was invited. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. invited. Somebody was so, invited. You know, but I think yeah, somebody yeah. had, you know, yeah. I think a situation developed yeah. it, it where was you a, weren't able to it, make it. it. Exactly. Exactly. So mm-hmm. here's my question to you today. Mm-hmm. The current events, the things that are happening today. By the way, if you're listening to the show today, there was a guilty verdict today. Uh, with the George Floyd uh, case, mm-hmm. and uh, and I don't know how you will, will receive that. I don't know how you feel about that, but there was on all three counts, guilty, guilty, guilty. But I don't want to just stay on that. I want to just ask you your opinion on the way. How do you feel? There, there may be three situations out there, um, and maybe there, there may be, may be more. But how do you think, how do you feel that our law enforcement, <laughs> the law enforcement, our policemen, uh, how do you feel that they're treating us as African-American, brown men, brown young men, or kids? How do you feel that we're being treated? As it stands today, mm-hmm. as it stands today, uh, from both a national perspective, because I'm seeing when I, when I see uh, the interactions between the police uh, and um, black male citizens, um, I tend to see them from the television perspective versus okay. you okay. know just in in the streets. Are uh, in the neighborhood uh, experiences, and so um, 
you know, I know uh, personally that I've had my own um, interaction with the police. Okay. And um, my situation was a little bit different. Okay. They didn't handle me in any kind of way mm -hmm. uh, that was inappropriate. Mm -hmm. uh, they handled me respectfully, which was very good. Uh, my background is in legal. <laughs> oh, wow. So okay. I already know where when I need to make a phone call. <laughs> okay. I know okay. who to call. Okay. Uh, so, so in that regard, but as it relates to to our our, our my you know friends and family and um, uh, you know loved ones who have uh, and and just colleagues who've experienced it, it's very frustrating uh, okay. for me because I what I'm experiencing in my generation and I and I. And, I'm, and mine's is not head on and blunt like um, some people do experience or some of them are, are men, but my, my heart really does go out to the black male, whether that's the black um, male that's 80, 90 years old or mm -hmm. 70, mm -hmm. 60. They're still, you know, uh, driving or walking or, you know, mobile or engaged in their community um, all the way down to a five-year-old boy. Yes. Because... Uh, we are, you know, the majority of the time, if people want to really be honest, and I and I said this on my show, and I'm going to say it again on this show, and I'll, I'll continue to say it, is what is it about the black man? Mm -hmm. And I say the black man, I'm just not talking about the African-American black male. I'm talking about the African. I'm talking about the West Indian. I'm talking about any black male around the globe that the world is afraid of. What is it about the black man that the world is afraid of? Now, if I get specific, er, ist, <laughs> what is it about the black male in America that the world is afraid of? So, so are you saying that the treatment that the policemen that you see are officers, the treatment that we, do you think is something that uh, you think is fear? Do you, do you think it's a combination of fear or stereotype, stereotyping um, to your question? So my question was, how do you, how do you, how do you see them treating us? So I guess what you're saying is, you see some fear there. Is, is that I what you're see, saying? Yeah, I see fear. I see intimidation. Okay. Um, I'm not saying that all non-black police officers feel that way. Okay. But I also know that when it comes to uh, the media, um, there there could there can be and has been a spin on the narrative, and it's what is expected in some in some um outlets media outlets that they that there is a narrative and okay. so you have to uh look beyond that and get past the narrative and see what really is the what's really the issue now yes we can say that there are some officers out there that have you know that are biased or they have a bent um perspective and then there's some that are white that ain't tripping off the color. They, they they dealing with the issue at hand and it has nothing to do with their color. Right. But then you do have the ones that um, have an issue. And sometimes the issue isn't just showing up 
in a violent way. It's like, you know, their private thoughts of how they uh, view black men or their right. private thoughts, how they view the black community. Right. And so that is shaped by influence. That is shaped by uh, experiences, even experiences of others that have engaged with black people. Um, and not all black people, you know, are just these um you know, whatever you whatever you call it, the stereotype, whatever you think the stereotype is, roughneck, mm -hmm. you know, ghetto, right. ghetto, mm -hmm. in the hood, mm -hmm. uh, in college, but you're on a past, you know, whatever you, that is uh, for whoever thinks that way. And why my thing is, why do you think that way? You know, this is to me, racism, whether it's on any side, on any any against any group is taught. Okay. It is taught. Okay. So, okay. It's, and it's mirrored. Go ahead. So I think I, I, that this is this is a good discussion, and I, and I do want to continue this discussion. I have a slightly different perspective of where you're coming. Mm -hmm. Yes, I believe that there is racism. I believe there is prejudice. Prejudice and racism. There are two different things. When when you when you can control the economic status of a person, mm -hmm. then then you 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 you're, you're you're streaming into that racism uh, path or that racism river or that or that racism environment. But prejudice simply means to prejudge. Anybody mm -hmm. can be prejudiced. You can, it doesn't have it's to true. be black or white thing. So anybody can prejudge. You can prejudge me. I can prejudge you. I can be prejudiced of this. I can be prejudiced of females. Or I can be prejudiced. Uh, you can be prejudiced of certain men. Or you can prejudge. Mm -hmm. So my perspective is this. I do believe that there are some issues uh, in, in the policing community. I do believe that there are some racism in the policing community. Watch this. I believe that there's racism of people who working behind some of the fast food counters. I believe that there's racism of people uh, driving the cabs. I believe that there is some racism in every, every, in every area. Somebody mm -hmm. may be racist, but I do. I I'm not going to say every time. A individual or a black or brown person is pulled over and the reason why they got arrested or the reason why they got pepper, pepper sprayed is because of the racism mm -hmm. I can't say that and I'm not going to say that I'm not going to say it doesn't happen I, but I will say this I will say this there can be some different outcomes if we do some different things such as okay so 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 i think well as someone told me <laughs> the clock on the wall is the boss after all <laughs> that means today's show will have to take a pause until next week and we will resume right where we left off thanks for listening See you then.
The Let's Talk with Sir Sax podcast is powered by the GSP Radio Network at SirSaxGospelSkatePartyDot Hello, hello, hello! It's a gospel skate party. <laughs> there you go. It's a gospel skate party, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> this is Sister Kimara. Hey, what's going on? How you doing today? I oh my goodness, blessed and highly favored. I've been good morning, Sir Sax. Good morning. <laughs> How are you doing this morning? I'm doing fantastic this morning, and I just wanted to report that I am enjoying the skate party on this morning. Yo, what's cracking, fam? It's me, Raw Servant. Keep that dialogue right here for some more great Christ sentiment. GSP Radio Network. Thanks for joining us in another episode of Let's Talk with Sir Sachs. For more information on Let's Talk, visit our website at www.sirsaxgospelskateparty.com or you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Or if you have a topic you would like us to discuss or if you just want to be a guest on a future show, email us at sirsaxgospelskateparty at gmail.com Until next time, I'm Sir Sachs and I'll save a seat for you. Let's Talk with Sir Sax is sponsored by the GSP Radio Network at SirSaxGospelSkatePartyDotCom.